Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola, hola, mi gente. I'm Jessica Yanez, and this is the Wine and Chisme podcast. A podcast created to amplify voices and share the stories of people from BIPOC communities doing remarkable things. All while sipping on a glass of wine. So welcome to your new Wednesday. The Wine and Chisme Wednesday. Well, I'm with Mario Solorio, a Solorio family. (laughs) So I finally made it to his property and he's sharing the story in regards to like, dude started planting some of these vines that he manages when he was 16 years Years old. old. You're right. How many like different types of grapes grow here that you manage? We have Petisra, we have Cabernet Sauvignon, Sinfandel, Sangiovese, a little bit of Chardonnay, Malbec. And Syrah. Wow. So it's 65 acres total that I manage. So keep me busy for sure. Okay. So you manage 65 acres and you still find time to, to produce your own wine. wine. Plus I'm assistant winemaker and another winery. So Mario, um, how the uh, heck do you have so much time? What do you, do you sleep? And then twins, Are you a vampire? And twins. Newborn, so, like they're still newborns, right? Yeah, they're no, they're a year and a half Oh, a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. You know, every day. I do something different. Are you okay? Well, I'm like okay. The, the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me That's show you. Let me show you my wine room here. Obviously, you kind of grew up in this area. Is this where you're from, or did you move when you were little? Yes, I came here when I was 16 years old, and I started working in the vineyards. Where did you come here from? Michoacan, Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you know this is my wine room. So welcome. So 2013 was my first vintage, which is this one right here. It's a it's a blend, 50% cap, 50% Merlot. Uh-huh. And then uh, every year I do something different. And then the last two wines that I put in bottles is the Giovanni Gamay and then Petit Sera Belen. So you're welcome to try whatever I have here. So Oh, my gosh. This is the Malbec. So you can start with Malbec and we can go back to Petit Sera. Okay. Well, you walk me through it, whatever okay. you want. Let me grab you a glass and then... We'll be back. Okay. So I have actually tried, while he's grabbing glasses, I've actually tried Mario's wines. And one of my absolute favorite Cabernet Sauvignons is from Solorio. He sent me a, a bottle of his Reserva. And oh my gosh, it is so good. Your Reserva Cabernet? Cabernet. Oh, it's so good. So let's start here with the 2019 Calistoga Malbec. Salud. Salud. Oh, this smells really good. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get like a lot of alcohol to like smell in the front. This no, is not then, at all. And then this one has uh, 12.65% alcohol. So the Giovanni's, the Giovanni's Gamay 2021 is the lowest alcohol that I have, 11%. Okay. So it's a wine you can drink. This is really day. good. So, okay, last night we went out to dinner and I had an like an Argentine Malbec. Oh, okay. And look, I always... 
I'm not going to lie. And I think it just, you have to keep trying things, right? Yeah. I always say, like, I always think Malbecs are overrated. Uh, but it's, I think it's because I just haven't had a really good one. Yeah. Last night, the one that I had was really good. Like from where? From Mendoza, Mendoza, and it was. Um, okay. I mean, like they, it's original from. Yeah, Mexico. but there was one like there was three different kinds from Mendoza. It was the same vintner but different varietals of oh, it. Oh, okay. And huh. so when I, I was like, well, which one's the more fruity? Which one's more dry? And he's like, oh, so he brought me a taste of both. And I was like, this is the one I picked, huh? The drier one is the one that I really liked. He's like, yeah, that is the one you picked. Makes me feel so proud when yeah. I'm like, like I'm understanding what I like. But this is not very dry, but it's really good. No, it's, it's not dry. I want to say medium body. Mm -hmm. No, it's not too dry. It's not too... But it's really good. It's, it's not good. like, it's not too fruity either. No, no. This is like... I think it's a perfect balance wine. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Honestly, this is a wine that you could just drink by yourself watching TV. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And then... Uh, Look at me starting to know things. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a knife that I use when I pick grapes my first year here in 2000. So I, that year, I started working in the vineyards. And then uh, I came here when, in March... March in 2000. So in uh, November, they start harvest in 2000. And I used that same knife to cut grapes back in 2000. So I cut wow. it. And then uh, now I'm picking my own grapes with the same knife. So With that same one? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. so knowing that that's what you cut your first grapes with, and now that you get to cut the grapes for your own wine my with own that wine. knife, how does that make you feel when you look at that knife? Oh, great. Because I came here basically with nothing. So, and Did I you have come by yourself? This. Did you have any yeah. family with you? I mean, I have my couple families here, but pretty much by myself. My uncle say, uh, come over and I open my doors in my house. And then I came to Lompoc area mm -hmm. first. And then I spent like a couple months before I moved here. But yeah, that, my, my knife is like, oh. And I have pictures of that knife. Luckily, I put it in my Instagram some. But it's crazy. This lady take me the first day that I start picking grapes. Mm -hmm. I don't know nothing about picking grapes. And then she take me a picture. And then that harvest bring me the picture, say, this is your pictures. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I have my picture somewhere, but I, I take a copies and, and put it in my Instagram. But it's, oh my uh, it's crazy too. I never knew I'm making my wine and then keep the knife here. So when you are like going through harvest and tending to all the vines and everything, at what point did you see like, oh wait, I could do this too. I worked for 70 years in the vineyards and I learned the whole process and I moved to the winery and mm -hmm. I learned everything. And in 2013, I have opportunity to have grapes. They told me like, you want to make these grapes, which is the one 2013 blend. And I say, okay, if I can do 8,000 cases for somebody else, I can make one barrel for me. Yeah. So, and I make that barrel uh, in 2013. People love it. My family and friends, they love the wine. I'm like, I think I can make more. I always have this dream to make my own wine Yeah. since first day. So, and I'm here. How many cases does a barrel 23 produce? to 25 cases. Okay. So it's 300, about 300, 300 bottles per barrel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and this is a 20, 30 gallons barrel. Mm -hmm. So you can get half of 300, 150 bottles each okay. barrel. So these barrels are empty right now. Mm -hmm. So this is, it used to be the Gamay, Giovanni's Gamay, which is this one. I just bottled this a couple of weeks ago. And then uh, Petisra, Belen Petisra, it used to be here. So now they're empty, waiting for the next harvest, 2023 harvest. And then more wine is gonna come into these barrels. 
And this is the barrel 2022. This is last year wine. This is Gamay. Gamay, the over 100, 110 years old plants here in Calistoga. Wow. So, yeah. Since this used to have wine is in it, will it affect the next thing that goes into it? The next? No, because you clean the barrels really good. Okay. So you sanitize the barrels and they're nice and clean. This is brand new barrels, and then you can use it for five years. After five years, you can still put wine in there, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna have more flavor. Right. So the life of the barrel is like five years, and after that, you can use it all the time, but it's not gonna have flavor. Got it. So. All right, let, I'm ready for the next one. Okay. So <laughs> let's go lighter to heavy. Okay. Uh, this is Giovanni. I'm really happy with this wine. This is the uh, Gamay. This is the Gamay, Giovanni Gamay. And this wine has been bottled for a couple months. So I feel like you can have to let it set a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. I want you to try it. Salud. Salud. I'll let it, I'll let it breathe a little bit. I mean, I use a brand new American oak for this wine. For the uh, 2019 and 20 Gamay, I use uh, French oak. Mm -hmm. This time I reskin and say, you know what? I want to try something different, different flavors in the wine. And I put French, uh, American oak, sorry, brand new for this wine for 18 months. So what do you think in regards to flavor, the difference between French oak and American oak? That's a big difference. And not only that, it's a big difference and all depends what coverage that you use. So this is a brand new company and I really like the flavors, but you can totally ask them, what do you want in a barrel? So you want medium toast, heavy toast, or just a steam barrel. So it depends what do you want in the wine in the future. So a steam barrel, What I've never heard of a steam barrel. What a steam is... barrel, they just steam it with a really hot water. Instead of using Instead of using fire. fire, yes. What does that do? I mean, does it make they it use, more neutral? Or? They make it more like neutral, but I feel in my experience with the steam barrel is they use more for like Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc okay, I can see than, than the red wines. Okay. Red I can wines probably you see have. that because I'm not a big buttery fan and I know like when they do the toasty oats, toast yeah. you can feel it. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. Gets real, it's real heavy. Yes. The Chardonnay, the only Chardonnay that I have here is 2019. I fermented in a brand new French oak barrel. I ferment it in there and I taste it and I put it in the stainless steel. So you want wood, but you don't want too much. Yeah, and then it so gives it, that citrusy, a little, brings a little bit of that yes. citrusy out. And then uh, I think uh, my Chardonnay is really, really good. We should have started with Chardonnay. We can go back, <laughs> not a problem. But it's okay. I, I'm really I'm really happy with the Chardonnay. And then Syrah, this is my other one. They're really good. Okay, I'm trying to figure out the what I taste because I taste something that I know I know the flavor of. You're probably tasting a lot of oak and maybe like blackberries. Like yeah, for sure, blackberry. But berries. I feel like there's a little bit of tartness at the end. Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's different. Every taste is <laughs> different. I think uh, this wine is really, I'm really happy with this wine for no, sure. No, I like yeah. it too. Okay, this is wine I would drink with popcorn. <laughs> You're right. And then this one, only 11% uh, alcohol. Okay. So this is the wine you can drink and drink, and yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Compared to like 14.5%, oh, yeah. so you have a more alcohol level. But this wine is nice and clean. I used to be... Because I love my popcorn and wine, and I... Oh, this is perfect. Then. Yes, well, it's so <laughs> yeah. good. So I risk when I start making my wines because I don't have the, you know, the budget that I need. Mm -hmm. I never filter my wines because I'm like, you know, it's only half a barrel. 
I can deal with this, but it's very important to filter the wines because something can be wrong in the wine and then you How don't do want you filter them. wine? So I have a, a small machine. I have pretty much everything that I need to make this here. So I have a little machine, filter pads, and then you go through there, filter the wines, and then it's different micros. So you can choose what size micros you want to use for the wines. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go too tight and you don't want to go too loose. It depends the wine yeah. because you can take a little bit of color out by filtering the wine. So, oh, and you don't you. want that. Yeah, this is like nice and- It's a nice light, light, clean wine. Yeah. So when 2020, with all the fires that happened in 2020, were you able to, for Solorio or for, and for your other job, were you guys able to, to we, harvest any grapes for oh yes. some good wine? We actually, we get lucky. We harvest before the fires. Oh, So we have lucky. pretty much 95% already in the winery. When the fire happens, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people are saying they complain about 2020 because it's probably smoky. But in my case, we get harvest before. And actually, I don't think I have any 2020 wines. There's a 2020 Gamay, isn't that? 2020, I think that's the only one that I have, the 2020 Gamay. Oh, I see a pour, a 2020 pour. And then 2020 pour. For that, it's it's older than 2020, but I refresh it. I put it more 2020, so mm. it make it more. But it's a... 2024 is the only one in the Gamay. I don't think I have any more 2020. No, because like when people were asking me, oh, and I said, well, there's obviously it's going to affect how much 2020 wine. I'm like, so that 2020 wine is going to be expensive. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Because actually a lot of wineries, they don't cut the grapes sometimes. And what happens is they don't want that grapes. They don't want to risk because if there's any smoke. Or yeah, and you don't know until you, you don't know until make you're wine, make right? the wine. Actually, Back in 2000, what's the other fire before the 2020? 2017 or Ooh. the first fire? Oh, God, that was so good. Thank you. That's so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember um, this guy offered me these grapes and mm -hmm. it was totally smoky. And I said, you know what? I'll just make the wine and see what happens. So you don't, I ferment it and I put it in barrels and you let it sit. And I come back like a couple months later and I smell, soon you open the barrel, uh -huh. you smell something that's not right in there. Oh. So I smell it and I try and say, I'm not going to waste my time, more money in this barrel. Yeah. I had to get rid of it. So I just get rid of it. Oh, it, wow. it was really bad. Yeah. You know what I actually did? Because I have a Corvin. Because I love all these wines, so I want to, like, save them. Oh, and, you, know you, I mean? you want to just drink a little bit and that's it? Yeah. Well, because I don't want to go through the whole thing. And then yeah. I, and then with when I'm doing the podcast, I want to make sure that I'm showing the love to everybody, right? Yes. I had a, a Pinot Noir from Trader Joe's. And okay. I was like, oh, I had bought it and I used the Corvin. I didn't realize that it was a synthetic cork. Oh, okay. So... Obviously, it doesn't work for right. a synthetic. It only works for a natural yes. pork. Yes. And I went to go yeah. take new pictures for the podcast and everything. And mm. I opened it up and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I poured it out and it was brown. Oh, really? It was brown. Like, it oxidized so much. So, right away. And yeah. And that, huh. well, it had been a while since I had gone back to that bottle. Oh, okay. And huh. then, Interesting. And then when I smelled it, oh, it was just rancid. You're like... This is done. <laughs> so anybody, if you see those pictures, new pictures, and I'm like this, I have the wine barely to my lips to look like, You're like 
You but it is so gross. It was so pong. gross. It smelled so disgusting. It was hey, so wines, gross. Wines can go both directions. Yeah. Wine can age way better or can be worse. Well, this one was my fault because yeah. I didn't realize it was synthetic cork. And oh. it just, yeah. Yeah, I try to use, they offer me synthetic corks. But for me, because I only have, I mean, a small, mm -hmm. I can spend a little bit more money and get the right quality corks. Yeah. Because you don't want to risk. You want a good wine and put the best for sure. This is obviously temperature controlled room. Yes. What is it? What is like the I, ideal temperature? I keep it at 60. Okay. 60 is the, is, I mean, you can feel the difference when you're here, you go outside, you're like, oh. This is the Petit Syrah. This is Belen Petit Syrah. I name it tastes it a little bit more peppery. Yes. But more like heavy. Yeah. Uh, more wood for sure. Yes. But maybe I feel like it's kind of smooth wine. It's not too heavy. But it's, I'm really, really happy with this, too. I will say wines. this. I For all of them, I don't smell the alcohol. No. No. And this is this is a bottle. I bought this. And not this. to say that it's a bad thing, but no. sometimes people just, they, that's all they smell and they get scared. Yes. But because this, you when don't. you have over 13%, you can probably, if you, the wine is warm, mm -hmm. first thing you taste in the wine is the alcohol and you smell it. When you have a temperature control like 60, if it has low alcohol, you're not going to smell it. You're not going to taste it. So you heat yeah. it up this, especially this one. This mm -hmm. is like more heavy. You heat this that wine not, a little bit more, yeah. maybe like 70, 65, 70. And then you can really taste it. You're like, Whoo, this is strong. Then you're <laughs> like, Ooh, one glass. Yeah. <laughs> one glass, I'm going to fall over. <laughs> And this is, uh, you never smell uh, empty? No, no, I never smell. I can't smell anything. No? No. Really? Maybe, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, now I can smell it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's how um, clean Barrow smells. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. This is my hat. My hat was getting in the way. That's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to really put my nose in there. But yeah, so I have a lot of different wines. I make uh, sweet wines. What is the most complicated wine you make? Pinot. The Pinot, if you don't really put your time, you can arrange that wine easily. Yeah. That wine can be dangerous because it's very like fragile wines, grapes. If you start wrong from the beginning, you're not going to have good wine in the future. And it's a wine you can drink in five years. After five years, if there's something wrong, it starts turning in, in uh, vinegar. So not really, oh, within yeah. five years? In five years. So, oh, you have, so I mean, Pinot, so, oh, you, the, you should drink within five years. I mean, people keep Pinots for a long time, but if you do the process right. Uh -huh. So if you kind of screw things in the middle of the row, you can be, Pinot is the more difficult wines to make for me. So it's very, very complicated. What is your favorite wine to make? I want to say it's hard because every year I have something different. Okay, well, right now, what is your favorite wine that you've made? Like your uh, most recent one? The Petit Okay. Petit and Gamay. Syrah is really good too, but it's maybe another label. It's like more full body heavy than this wine. This is a little bit lighter. Syrah is like, you know, you can see 14.5% alcohol is making more heavy for sure. People might ask, what's the difference between Petit Syrah and Syrah? That's a big difference. It's almost familiar. Because it's a different grape, it's right? It's a different grapes. Petit Syrah has a lot of more color more like heavy and then uh syrah can be a little bit lighter it's very different lighter color and lighter taste mm -hmm. and patisserie is like more heavy all depends what kind of barrels you use again 
So everything changed in the wines, the pens, the process. My God. And then this is pretty much my collection right here. I'm looking at it. So I only have one bottle left of my rosé that I make back in 2019. <laughs> I keep this for myself. I probably drink it this summer or let it sit longer. I have wines that I make only four bottles. I drink one the other day. Oh, really? This guy came over and said, I have five plants in my house. What can you do? I say, let's make wine. So I go up there and I get this much grapes, maybe like, I don't know, 10 pounds of grapes. And I ferment there and I crush it with my hands. With your hands? And, yeah. And then I let it sit and I put it in bottles and then it's only three left. And I opened one last week and it was amazing. It's Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh. So four bottles made. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I have a Chardonnay pour. This is in my 2020 pour. This is Chardonnay pour. I don't even have label yet. And then I only make uh, maybe five cases of this. That's it. Wow. It's really, uh, this one has 18.5% uh, alcohol. So it's very high alcohol, but you don't taste it because it's sweet. I was about to say, because ports tend to be sweeter, right? Yeah. So Hispanic people, they love this. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, they drink more beer than wine. And I bring this this wine and say, try this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my God, this is real wine. Yeah. And say, this is port. So it's different than the dry dry wines for sure. And I have 2019 uh, Gamay, which is my first vintage. The only one that I produce for the three years is the Gamay. It's the only one that I have access for the last three years. So everything else is only one time, never again. This patisserie, it was a little a small vineyard in the front of one house, and they reaping this uh, vineyard because they want to extend the house. So they sacrifice the grapes. And the funny thing is, when I get these grapes back in 2021, so the gardener that I know here in Calistoga, he come and say, okay, they're ripping these vineyards. You want to come and get the grapes because it's the last time. So I say, send me the address. So when I get there, the funny thing is, I used to work in 2003 in these vineyards with my brother-in-law. Are you? <laughs> so you're familiar. Yes, because I work in that little place there. So this is the only one time Never again. Saraz, the same thing, one time. Malbec, the same thing, Gamay. Hopefully I can have Gamay for the next few years. Mm -hmm. But everything else that I have here is only one time, never again. So Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then this Wait, is does that mean those cat that cabernet that I love so much? That was it? That that's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> it was so It's only one time. So maybe good. I have a little bit left somewhere, maybe a one or two cases left there. And then this Sinfandel, 2021 Sinfandel, I only produce four cases. You can see right here. Yeah. And I have a crazy one. What's a crazy one? Nobody knows. What's, a tea wine. What's tea wine? From tea? From like tea? N no. What is tea wine? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to try, I can open a bottle. You try and... And then you'll tell me? And you're, you're oh. like, what is this? Okay. I'll... Okay. Mario, you think I'm going to say no? <laughs> <laughs> You want to try from the barrel to see this wine is very new wine. This okay. is 2022. So it's been in barrel for um, six months. So this wine is going to stay here for another year mm -hmm. more before I even put it in bottles. Okay. All right. Stray from the barrel. From the barrel. This is 2022 Calistoga Gamay. Salud. Thank you, Mario. You're welcome. This wine is brand new. Mm. It's that, it definitely smells like green. And then you see the difference? Yeah. You see the difference? This is the same grapes. 
Okay. 2021-2022. Okay, so this is straight out the barrel. You can definitely tell because it de definitely smells more like, definitely smells younger. It smells more oh, green. It yeah, it's more, more green. This wine is kind of tastes totally different than the one, and it's the same grapes, different process. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally different. Yeah. What I want to, when I try to do with this wine, it's, uh, so I want to split maybe this barrel, I want to split in these two right here. So to see how this wine is going to change in a year more. Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so <laughs> crazy of how different it can taste. From one year to another. Yeah. And then even just a newer wine versus, I mean, obviously, you know, that it's going to change the different, mm -hmm. like the, the taste when it's an aged wine. But I don't think you realize like how big of a difference is until you actually taste, taste it. it. Yep. Wow. That's so, so crazy. So this, this wine is going to stay in barrel for another year before even, I mean, if you want, probably it's good to put it in bottles right now. Mm -hmm. But I want to let it sit a little bit longer Yeah. To, to probably, you know, set it down, get more wood flavor. Mm -hmm. This barrel is neutral. So it's kind of old already. It's not going to have that much flavor. That's why what I want to do is get this and split it in these two brand new barrels. barrels to get a little bit more flavor. So hopefully change. But you see the difference. This one is just one year. This is 2021. Mm -hmm. This is 2022. So yeah. you can totally taste the difference. You Plus can. the process is different than this. So this one is a little bit more color. This is a little bit more lighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always say this one is between... The rosé and the red wine. It's right in the middle. I can see that. Yeah. Again, this one is only 11.5% alcohol. So it's a low alcohol. It's wine you can drink it, and then you're not going to get this easy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you can still dance? You can still dance, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what are those little vials up there? So this is the samples. Uh -huh. This is the... Uh, you take this every... What I do with my wines, every four months... You get a sample from the barrel and take it to the lab. And then I'll show you what you can check a lot of different things in wine. This is all the things you have to check in a wine. Free SO2, uh, TA, pH, BA, uh, malolactic, uh, alcohol level. This is all the samples that I have to take every, every three months, four months to make sure the wine stays what I want. Because if you don't take the samples, you don't know what's in the wine. Yeah. And then you bottle that wine, if it's a bad bacteria in there, in five years, you can totally destroy that wine. Ah, so, okay. yeah, this is very important in the wine, taking samples to the lab every three or four months. And it's in my case. So everybody doing differently. But, wow. Yeah. This is so cool. And then I make a little bit of Sauvignon Blanc. I only have uh, maybe few left. I drink wine yesterday. Yeah. It says 2019 Sauvignon Blanc. I only have maybe seven, seven bottles left. Oh my gosh, look at it. You can see over time because this wine is filtered, but not 100% filtered. Okay, yeah, you because see like wanna, it's a little, I don't it's like take, this little cloudy squirrel yes, at the top. Yeah, it's not like 100% filtered, but it's nothing in there. And then even if it's a little bit older, it tastes really good. I opened one bottle yesterday and I drink them all. So <laughs> I drink the whole like, bottle. Yeah, I was going to say that's how that's how you know it's good. You drink that's the whole right. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> when you drink like this much, it means something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is the other wine that I only produce maybe like four cases. So very, very small again. This is going to be good. Oh, yeah. This Gamay that 
this new one. I'm really happy with that wine so far. Yeah. yeah. For being I mean, so young. Yeah, I, I was about to say, really of course, good. I really like the, the 2021. It's more like this heavy, is, more yeah. oaky. This one is a little bit lighter, fruity. But it's going to be good. Yeah. I better get a bottle when, <laughs> when you're ready to bottle it. <laughs> and then uh, I'll open the surprise one for you. A surprise one. Oh, yeah, 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 the tea wine. Oh, it's a little, is it like a dessert wine? No. It's like these itty bitty bottle. Nobody knows I have this one. Okay, I'm pausing. Pause it. Sorry, guys. You tried something. Okay, mi gente, I just tried this wine, and I can't tell you what it is, but holy crap. You can only find here at Solorio Family Wines. You're not going to find it anywhere else. I'm telling you, this wine's going to blow you up. Cheers. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Would have never thought. Now everybody's going to be like, oh, what is it? Yeah. What is it? I got to go try it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, don't, I don't promote this wine in uh, my social media. Only the people that came here, there's like. So if you want to try it, you got to come out here to try your family wines. Yeah. And you got to say the wine and cheese may say you. That's the only way you're going to get a taste of this wine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's something different for sure. It's really nice. It is really good. Yeah. And then you open a bottle and you let it set a little bit longer mm -hmm. and it tastes way better. Wow. And then I'll show you, I'll show you something. Ooh, I'm looking at what one of his ingredients, the main ingredient. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Wait, yeah. wait, that's how it came? Yeah. That's, this is in its no, original no, this, format? This, no, this is wine inside. Oh, okay, so okay. this is the bottle. This is Oh, that's meat. a beautiful bottle. It's a, it's a nice bottle. Yeah. And then I told you, uh, so I make this by mistake because I like the bottle and say, you know, I want to put wine in here. And then uh, when I taste it, I'm like... Oh, this is a great idea. It is. You smell I've this one even... and smell that. It's a different smell for sure. Oh, that you can really smell it. Mm -hmm. That one you can really smell that ingredient. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mario, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I know him. When it blows up, I know him. <laughs> and actually, you're the first person that tried this from the bottle. <gasps> really? Yeah. I feel so they, special. They, they try, people try before I bottle their wine. Uh -huh. I Go used to have it in. And, and those uh, carboys, I had to come with the idea to name it. I want to put a little tag, mm -hmm. but I call like tea, tea wine. A lot of people that try already, they know what a tea wine is. Mm -hmm. So, but you have to visit me yeah. to try the wine yeah, for he, sure. Oh my gosh, my boyfriend's gonna be so jealous. <laughs> Wait till I tell him. Oh my gosh, yeah. this is so awesome. And then uh, looking forward to do probably half a barrel next year okay yeah do you have a, a wine club no i'm working on my website i'm working on the uh, pretty much everything so but i don't have the time with the yeah. twins and so if people want to buy your wine they can go to the website or they it's basically on uh right they now. probably have to send me a direct message through instagram oh, is the say. only social media that i have right now yeah and then working on my website my website you, you can go on my website but it's really nothing in there so i need a you know, take my time just to set it up right. But I don't have the time right now. But. It's okay. I'll make sure to put the uh, link to your Instagram. Yes. In yeah. the show notes and everything. Okay, mi gente, I love you all, but I got to still chat with Mario and uh, still taste some wine. So yeah. thank you, Mario. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wine and Cheese Med Podcast. For more information on today's guest, please see the show notes for links to websites and social media channels. 
You can check out all things Wine and Chismet on our website, thewineandchismetpodcast.com. There, you will find the names of wines I drink each episode, as well as additional information on me, the podcast, and you can even apply to be a guest straight from there. You can also find us on social media at The Wine and Chismet on Instagram and at The Wine and Chismet Podcast on Facebook. Remember, if you want to hear more Wine and Chismet, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star ratings are appreciated and those positive reviews are appreciated even more. Until next time, saludos.